Hey guys, welcome back to From Inside My Car. I'm your host, Alyssa Gomez, like always, but not really like always, because it's been a while. It's been like three months, but that's okay, because we're back on it, at least for now. Like, this is the only episode I'm going to shoot out. Here's the thing. I'm lazy. Actually, no. Actually, yes, I am. (laughs) Here's the thing. I always want to record right when I have something to do. Like, I literally wake up one day, I'm like, ooh, I'm in the mood for recording. Ooh, I'm in the mood for playing my drum set for the first time in months. And then I'm like, oh, I have class. Oh, I have to leave the house. Oh, I'm hanging out with this person. And I was like, man, that sucks. Sucks for me. But I guess having that energy is good. Um, And then when I stay home, like, one day out of the week completely, I'm like, "Mm, I'm good, you know? Like, I really don't want to do anything. I'll make my bed. I might change. But, like, (laughs) do I really want to do anything? No. Wait, but that's the other thing. I do want to do it. I just don't have the energy to. Anyways, but now I have the energy, and I'm back. And even if it's just for now, at least I'm back and you get this episode. So, hi. How have you been? (laughs) Yeah? Keep talking. Oh no, that sucks. It's gonna be okay. Or if it's good, then that's great. That's fantastic. That's great for you. That's wonderful. Keep it up. Oh, have you eaten today? I forgot about that. Have you eaten? No? Make some food while you listen to this right now. Even if you have eaten, get a snack. Get a cookie. You deserve some dessert. Drink some water. Make some food while you listen to this podcast. Because you guys need to stay um, healthy for yourselves and take care of yourselves so you could grow up big and strong my mom always used to tell me that like if i don't drink my milk i'm not gonna grow chokes on you mom i didn't grow anyways i'm just kidding i'm five one is a good height like just for me i'm not saying like any other height is terrible but honestly i don't mind being short i don't feel too short but at the same time i like my height i feel i think i've said this before on here i like the fact that people are like, oh, can you see? You want to go in front? And then some people don't care, and that's okay, too. But, like, being short is cool. I don't care what people say. Um, okay, so I had asked you on two occasions. The one time I checked. Trust me, I just wrote all the questions down. Um, I asked you guys questions once in January and once, like, a week or two ago. And I was like, I swear this time I'll do it. And this time I'm doing it with a mixture of both things that you guys put in. Thank you so much for sending them in. I feel like I have a lot to cover, but watch me only spend, like, 20 minutes recording. No, that's not true. I talk a lot. Like, if it's not a lot of questions, it'll just be me talking. But that's what this podcast is. Um, also, I have tried to record on multiple occasions. But, I like, it never gets easier recording. And I'm sure I've said this, too, before. I say it all the time. But it's, like, it's just very awkward to record. It's like filming a YouTube video. Like, you're talking to no one. But I guess this is good. This is good. I just need to feel like I have an audience and I'll be fine. My drama student is kicking in. Really kicking in. Okay. I feel like right now I don't feel that awkward because I'm not trying to put on an act and be like, hey, hey. Ew, I hated that. 
Anyways, I'm just gonna try to be chill so I don't get awkward because then I get awkward and then I get tongue-tied and then I step over my words and then I lose my train of thought and then I don't know what I was saying. And that is what has happened all the times I've tried to record. Oh, actually, I don't know if it was last week or it was probably the week before. I was trying to record and then I could hear my dad outside my, my door because there was something, like, there's something there he needs to look at. So he was there and I recorded for like five minutes and he was there for like three or four and I was like, I hate life. I hate life. And I quit recording, and then he left, and I was like, are you serious? (laughs) Are you serious? I just get so embarrassed. Which is so funny, because I do this, and I put it out. Anyways, on that note, I'm just gonna say it now, before we even hear anything. If you hear a dog, if you hear a helicopter, if you hear a person yelling bloody murder, don't mind that. Also, that's not my fault. I don't claim that. You can't blame me. I have nothing to do with that. (sighs) Let's see. Let's see. Some person asked, also, you know I never say who says things by name, but someone asked, what are my thoughts on religion? Mmm, juicy. (laughs) See, when I put in juicy questions, actually, that is a good question. I do like that question. But, like, all the other questions, like, they're not that juicy. But, like, I mean, I'll take it. I'll take any question. (laughs) But, okay, religion. First of all, I don't think I know how to spell religion because the way you spelled it or this person spelled it was R- whatever. I think I just spelled it wrong. I spelled it right this time. It doesn't look right though. Is it like I-O-N or O-N at the end? I don't know anything. Um, so I went to a private Catholic school from third to eighth grade. That was fun. I've been a Catholic ever since I was a little kid. Actually, not now. I haven't been, but like I was. Um... And then in high school, I went to a public school and I was like, I need a break free, break free from the uniforms and the religion. And then sophomore year, I was like, I miss it so much. Not like the school, just like the feeling of having something to believe in, something to lean on, something to like pray to and worship. Like I miss that aspect of it. So sophomore year, I asked my aunt who did a like a little Bible study group thing. And I was like, hey, can I join you guys? And she was like, sure. So I went and she's like, oh, actually, we go to this church too, like every Sunday and blah, blah, blah. You should come. It's really cool. And it was the dopest thing ever. I went from my sophomore to my junior year because then obviously like COVID hit and everything. Um, and that was so much fun. That was so much fun. It was so modern. And one thing I realized about it is I very much preferred that instead of my Catholic one. And we spoke about this in, um, well, I brought it up in my creative writing class last week because one of the girls was like, oh, I went to this school and I was like, I know that's cool. My two friends went to that private all girls Catholic school and I was like, I know that's cool. And I put in my thoughts of like my experience and my experiences if you go to the Catholic church that I went to, I feel like this goes for like most of them, but just speaking from my own experience, going to that church, if you missed one, maybe three weekends, like Sundays, if you went, people would look at you silently and just judge you. Like you would walk into church and I felt like I had to be so quiet because it's dead silent and like you could hear a pin drop. And if anyone makes noise, like, they turn to look at you, and it feels awkward. So, if you miss 
like a Sunday or a couple Sundays and you come back, you could feel the judgment. They're like, oh, where's she been? Is she even a true believer? What's up with that? She's not a real follower. Who is this amateur? Why did she come back? And like you could feel the judgment. It feels horrible. But also it felt cool. Like the stories were kind of outdated, but chill, whatever. It was beautiful, I guess. <laughs> um, and then going to that Christian church was so life-changing. I went, and first of all, I cried. Um, the first 20 minutes was just worship, so they play like four or five songs every time, and I love it. It felt like a concert, and you got to worship there, and it was awesome, and like, I cr- I've cried a couple times in there, because it feels so freeing, and so good, and like you're lightening a load off of your shoulders, and it feels so wonderful and beautiful, and I love that. And then there's like a 40-minute sermon, I don't feel like I ever say that word right. Sermon? Sermon? Sermon. And the pastor was great. He would be like, okay, so the word says this. This is how you could incorporate it into your daily life. And you know, like, modernized it. I feel like... I need to stop saying I feel like, obviously, I feel like this is my podcast. That's what all the English teachers tell you. Don't say I. I, we know it's you. Yeah? I know you know it's me. I just want to remind you that it's me. <laughs> but um, at the Catholic Church, it was very much sticking to the Bible in the old times. And it didn't feel like... Like, obviously, you could relate it to your life if you really wanted to. But I feel like Miles McPherson, he was the pastor for the Rock Church, the more modern Christian church, I believe. And he just did it so great. And he was like a comedian up there. But he got his point across and his word was so good, and he included his own personal anecdotes, like, he meshed it very well, and by the end of that, I feel like after every, after the end of every service, you kind of had a clue, like, okay, that's how I could be a better person this week, that is something new that I could incorporate to try to be better, not just to, like, spread the word, but just to try to be a good person, because that's one of the things, I don't know where I'm going with this, no, yes, I do, um, I think it really, oh thank goodness, I thought people were home, no one's home. I think one of the reasons I loved going to church is because by the end, I felt like, yes, finally, like a new way to be a good person, and I just want to be a good person, you know? I feel like that should be most of our goals, to like spread kindness, and it's not even because of the religion, it's just to be kind to each other, but that was very cool, that was very nice. I think religion is a beautiful thing. I think it's such a good thing to believe in, to have beliefs, you know? It's like people say, if you don't believe in something, you'll fall for anything. I don't completely agree with that, like, religion-wise, because right now I don't believe in anything. But, I mean, I don't judge you if you do. I think you should believe in whatever you want to believe. I just don't think you should force your beliefs onto others, you know? If you're allowed to believe what you believe, let other people believe what they're they want to believe and also don't use religion to justify you being a horrible person to other people like if oof i have one uncle that came and he said a word and i was like you're not saying that it was a homophobic slur and i was like you're not saying that in my house because now i don't shut up i speak up and if i don't like language no matter what your beliefs are you don't need to say that in my house you know, so I was like, you don't need to say that. He's like, well, you're Catholic, aren't you? I was like, no. He's like, you're Christian. I'm like, no. He's like, but you go to church. I'm like, no, I don't. I haven't gone for two years. And he's like, oh, 
But see, that's not a justification for believing or like for treating others badly. So I just disagree with that. Just don't use it to justify your bad behavior or your bad morals, whatever it is. Don't be like, well, the Bible says the Bible's a book to me. Like, that does not mean anything. You need to treat people with kindness, even if you disagree. Just like, leave them alone. They're not bothering you. And I won't step further into that, because this is about religion, not homophobia. But I do think religion is very beautiful. It's very good. Also, junior year, I had also, like, strayed away from that, like, towards the beginning of junior year. And then in February, (laughs) I wanted to go back, because I was like, dang, I feel lonely. (laughs) I need something to lean on. And you know, that's what it's there for, I think. But... That shouldn't be your last resort. Like, oh, I feel bad. Let me go. You should always be going. See, and I don't even go, but I know that. And I respected that. I just, like, was getting lazy with going. And I had things to do and life popped up. But I went back. And this is what I loved about it. Like I said, in the Catholic Church, when you go back, you feel the judgment. When you go back after missing, like, two weeks to the Christian church... They welcome you with open arms. They're like, what's up? Like, with my dad, they're like, what's up, brother? We haven't seen you in forever. Come on in. You want a cup of coffee? Like, we're so glad you're back. And it felt so welcoming. It was just such a wonderful environment. I would honestly go back just for the environment. Because that is how lovely it felt. Like, it felt like being home. And I'm very particular about my home. (laughs) But, um, it was just such a lovely environment. Such a good community. I didn't feel judgment there. It was just very, very nice. Oh, so when I went back to a junior year, second semester, I got into watching lots of sermons from, like, other people. And I was like, I want to do this with my life. I want to go and spread the word, like, these people up on stage. Like, I could do that. I swear I could do that. And I even told my mom. I was like, Mom, I really want to do this. She's like, really? That's great. And next thing I know, it's like by the end of the year, like November, maybe. I was like, Mom, I actually don't believe anymore. And she's like, you just wanted to worship and sing hallelujah. What do you mean you don't believe? And I was like, I don't know. Literally nothing happened for me to change my mind. I just kind of stopped believing in everything. But um, that's not a good or a bad thing. It's just, you know, it's a thing. But um, that's enough on religion. I think religion is awesome. Just let people believe what they want. It's very good. Live and let live with religion. Next, talk about me. I'll get into that later. <laughs> Next, how did I get so hot? How did you get so hot? Um, um, next. No, I'm just kidding. I don't know. I don't know. I seriously have no idea. I think I just started being nicer to myself and embracing who I was and started dressing how I wanted to. All of my insecurities are not gone. But I do feel hotter now. <laughs> I swear I do. I used to think I was so ugly back then. And looking back, I kind of still feel that back then. I was like, dang. And I was like, no, Alyssa, that's so mean. Like, little you did not do anything. She's just so insecure. Like, rightfully so, I guess. But I mean, I think I just grew out of that throughout high school. And my confidence just definitely increased. We'll get more on confidence in a bit. Uh, Keenon said, talk about me. Um, Keenon, you have very funky socks. I gifted you socks for Christmas one time. You better be wearing them. Because you're my socks icon. Actually, I'm just kidding. Matthew Gray Goobler is my socks icon. Also, Matthew Gray Goobler's 
birthday passed this week. Say happy birthday, Matthew Gray Goobler. Say it. Say it right now. You better have said it. If not, I'm coming into your room at night. So, there's Keenan and Matthew Gray Goobler. Now, who was the dude in the last pick? Um, in reference to this, that dude in that pick was my boyfriend. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. In my last two posts, as of right now, there's one dude in both of those posts. And th- th- that's my boyfriend. Thank you very much. Mm, my take on the olive theory. I have no idea what the olive theory is. I saw one video, but I don't know if this is what you mean, and I don't know if it's correct. And I thought it was dumb. Um, <laughs> but it's like, that's so funny because I don't like this but my boyfriend likes this, which is great, which means we're a perfect match because, like, we kind of complete each other because what I don't like, he can take, and what he doesn't like, I could eat. Like, I think that's it. I don't, I don't think it matters. I don't think it matters. I don't get it. I mean, I understand it, but, um, I don't think it means anything, honestly. I think it's cute. That means that you have, like, no leftovers. If you could just, like, blend in and balance what you guys like and don't like like take from each other in that way i don't get it but okay how to become more confident okay well physically actually i was just writing about this in my paper last night i wrote about being a manic pixie dream girl someone called me a manic pixie dream girl um yes they did fun and i basically said i'm just taking the term back Because the Manic Pixie Dream Girl is wonderful. She's free-spirited. She knows how she wants to live. She's living her life. And she doesn't care what other people think. And that's awesome. And somehow, instead of using that to show young girls, like, this is what you should be living like. Like, be yourself. Live the way you want to. Like, be free. They instead use that character as a tool to help the man's character become better. They used her as a tool, not as a real person. And I was like, what the heck? See, I, my essay's gonna be bomb. I feel like I didn't write everything I should have written. But by the end, I was like, so you know what? I am a manic, I am a manic pixie dream girl, I guess. I'm awesome as hell. I'm dope. I live my life. I don't give a shit about what people think. But I'm also not gonna be used for a man's character development. So I'm taking my turn back. I love being a manic pixie dream girl. Oh, but how to be more confident. Yes, that's where I was at. Because I said I spoke about that in my essay. Well, physically... I don't know how this works. Okay, um... I know I'm always beautiful. Because we're all beautiful. But I certainly don't think I'm always pretty. Like, a lot of the times I'm like, dang. I feel ugly. <laughs> like, sometimes I look in a mirror like, cool. And then sometimes I look in the mirror and I'm like, ugh why i was like anyways but there's a difference to me between being like beautiful and being pretty so i think i'm always beautiful you should always feel beautiful but one thing that makes me feel happy with who i am not completely confident but happy and like i'm enough is basically thinking let's say my nose let's bring up my nose i feel like If I were given the opportunity to get a nose job or to change anything about myself, I would say no. Simply because if I were to change that, I wouldn't look like myself. I would not look like Alyssa. 
And that's so devastating. Like, if I were to change my nose into a... That is one of the things I'm insecure about sometimes. Today, it's looking real good. I don't know what to say. I'm looking in the mirror. I'm like, wow, okay, well, there's no mirror here. But, like, an hour ago, I was like, wow. I'm like, okay, see, th- these are one of... This is one of the days where I'm like, yes, I'm pretty. But I don't have, like, a small upturned nose. I might have a downturn. I don't know. Like, there's something about it. But I think I've gotten used to seeing the upturned, small, Eurocentric nose all the time. Then I'm like, oh, fuck. But also, I have never liked it, even as a kid. Now I'm getting used to it. <laughs> but, um, I would never want to change it, because then I wouldn't look like myself. I feel like, I mean, if you want to, go ahead. If you want to work out to get a bigger butt, or to get bigger arms, or to get abs, whatever you want. Guy, girl, it doesn't matter. If you want to change something about yourself, and you know that'll make you more confident, go ahead. One of the things that brings me comfort is knowing that I I might not fit into the beauty standard completely, which might make me feel insecure sometimes, but I'd rather look completely like myself than change myself to conform. Because I feel like I would still feel inadequate, even if I did that, and I'd be like, oh, fuck, I changed that for, no, like, no reason. I still feel bad. But, I mean, I mean, to each their own, if that would help you, go ahead. But I feel like just really appreciating who you are who you are. I feel as though if you like yourself, like, as who you are in the, on the inside, you're, like, one step closer to liking who you are on the outside. Even if you're not, like, the most handsome or the prettiest person ever, if you like who you are on the inside, you'll be, you'll be, feel like you're enough. And that'll bring in your confidence. Like, back then, I did not like who I was. Not that I was a horrible person, but I was insecure. And I was scared of everything and living in fear. And that was annoying and exhausting. And I hated it. And I pitied myself. And I felt so bad for myself. And it was horrible. Obviously, I was not confident within myself. Now, I have grown from that. And I actually like who I am inside. And every day, I'm trying to work on being the most authentic version of myself. And trying to be the best version I possibly could be the version I want to be every day if I want to be that person then I am that person that's that and honestly yeah I think that's where my confidence comes from my mentality my personality and then it goes into my looks so honestly start working on the inside if you want to be confident start trying to change your views little by little not your views but your mindset of yourself day by day And then slowly the outside will catch up. Whether that means, like, once you start gaining more confidence with your personality, you're like, maybe this hairstyle would look better. And then you start changing it. And you're like, oh, yeah, that's dope. Maybe I would prefer, like, faux freckles. Maybe I prefer doing my eyebrows in a different way. Maybe I would prefer dressing how I actually want to dress in a way that makes me feel confident and comfortable instead of trying to fit other people's like, perspective of who you are, once you start doing things for yourself, maybe that'll grow your confidence a little. So focus more on the inside. It'll evoke into the outside, and it'll be good. And you're not going to be confident every day. It's not a linear thing. You're going to go up and down. But confidence is freaking cool. I love confidence. Moving on. What makes me happy? John Mayer. (laughs) Actually, yeah, I'm going to just go into that. I was going to say that at the end, but I'll say it now. 
Thank you so much. This is such a cute question. What makes me happy? Um, nice people. Uh, fairy tale books. John Mayer. My family and friends. Okay, so for two stories that go into that is, I love it when you just see how kind people can be. Like, really, sometimes you go out into the world, and one day, like, everyone could just be so nice to you, and you're like, wow. Like, that does not happen every day. But it's such, like, a, I want to say mindfuck. Like, it's like a world turner. That's not the right word. I'll go with mindfuck. It's mind-blowing. Like, it could just change how you feel in, like, a heartbeat, and it's crazy. My mom and I went to GameStop for my little brother, because he wants his Pokemon cards. And the guy that was working there was such an asshole, and he ruined our mood. And then we went to McDonald's, and the lady that worked there was so nice. And I was like, she, like, I want to hug her. Like, she's so nice. And it's just, it was such a big drastic change. I went to Vegas. Story time. (laughs) Story time. I went to Vegas, like, a month ago to visit my sister, who lives in Vegas. And it was my first road trip alone, and I was like, gotta get used to it if I want to go on lots of road trips. And my car broke down. I was right past San Bernardino, in pretty much in the middle of nowhere, but I wasn't in the desert at this point. I was in the middle of San Bernardino. No, I was past it. I need to stop. Okay, slow down. Think about it. Oh, take a sip of water now, if you're still listening. And if you haven't, take some sips of water. Um, but my car stopped, and I was like, oh, fuck. I stopped, like, in a gas station, and... There wasn't a lot there. There was a McDonald's behind it, and there's a gas station on the other side, and that's it. Because that's kind of how those roads are. So I was like, why is my car making that sound? I pulled over. I went into that gas station because I also thought, I don't know how much longer it's going to take, so I should probably get gas now. And I stopped the car, and I stopped it, and I tried to turn it on right there and then just to make sure. And it, okay, you hear that sound? That's not me. I take no responsibility for that sound. But I tried to turn on my car, and it wouldn't turn on. And I was like, oh my god, no. This is embarrassing. You're an embarrassment, my car. And I'm just kidding. I love that car. It's got a knee everywhere. Not now. It's gone. But it'll be back. And I texted my dad, and I called my dad. And I was like, dad, this is happening. And I was kind of stressing out. But I was like, okay. Surprisingly. This just shows my growth as a person. Because I used to go to Walmart like, three years ago, and my grandma used to be like, oh, ask the employee where this is, and I used to be like, no, 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 it's okay, we can find it, because I was so scared to talk to strangers, but look at me now, and I texted my dad, and my phone died, my freaking phone died, I didn't have a car charger, so I wasn't charging it all this time, and I was like, oh, no, so I, I went inside with my charger, and I told the lady at the cashier, and I was like, hi, my car stopped, is that okay? as if I could move it like that was but I wanted to let her know you know so I was like my car stopped right there in number one is that okay and she's like okay yeah I'll let my manager know and I was like okay and I was like can I use one of your like plugins so I could charge my phone please and she's like oh yeah here and um she's like it's behind the tampons so I like put it there and she's like oh do you want a chair and I was like no thank you blah 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 and that whole time I was there for like two hours she was so nice her other like co-worker was so nice and then another lady came and she's like hey you can't let people use like the the what do you call it the outlets the wall outlets and she's like no she's fine leave her alone and I was like aww 
And then Tabo was like, you bitch. And I was like, shut up, rude. Anyways, I got a sandwich. I got antifreeze for my car. I got Gatorade. And I got a car charger for the rest of the way. And on my way out, um, I went to my car. And one of the cars was leaving. And it stopped right in front of my truck. And I was like, creepy. What if I get kidnapped? And... This lady came out of the passenger seat. She's like, hi. When I was checking out, I heard the cashier, like, tell you that it's okay if you stayed because you're stranded or something. Do you need help? My husband works with cars. And I was like, oh, sure. And, like, the husband came out and he, like, poured in the antifreeze. He's like, there, you should be good. And I was like, hey, thank you. And they left. They're like, good luck. And I was like, okay, bye. Like, they asked me if I needed a ride or anything. And I was like, no, can you just help me put in the antifreeze? And they did. And then I got in my car, and I was like, great, it started. And I went, and I was about to cross the bridge to get onto the freeway, and I started hearing the sounds again, and I was like, oh, no, oh, no. So I just went to the other side of the bridge, and I parked into the other gas station and Del Taco. Yes, I did. And I called my dad again, and I was like, this happened. So anyways, my sister had to drive three hours, And then we waited two hours for the tow truck to come. And then my sister and I drove the rest of the way to Las Vegas. So thank you to my sister. Thank you to everyone that was so nice to me. We got home to her house at 2 in the morning. That was a fun week. Um, But also when I went to the other side, I also had to let the manager there know, is it okay if I leave my car here for a little bit? Because I don't want to make them think I'm just loitering. She was like, okay, I guess. And I was like, cool. And then the tow truck driver was so nice. Like, everyone was just very nice. And I'm surprised that I was so calm and collected. Like, after that trip, I was so proud of myself. Like, I came home, and they were like, were you scared? And I was like, no, it was really good, actually. Like, I'm very proud of myself. I handled that like a champ. Like, I wasn't stressing or anything. I was just like, it is what it is. It's okay. Um, I don't know how I got that attitude, because I used to be terrified of everything, like I said. But, um, I'm proud. Like, that's so good. Good for me. So, very nice people. Kind people. Make me very happy. Like, just seeing one person be kind to another. I'm like, see? We could all be so nice to each other, guys. (laughs) And something else that makes me really happy. Um, I got to see John Mayer this Wednesday. (sighs) We all know how much I love him. Do we? If you don't, I do absolutely it's actually funny everyone thinks that i have a crush on him but i don't i just want him to be my friend and to give me his musical knowledge and i want him to sing at my wedding and i love his music he's just like like i wouldn't be starstruck if i met him but i would give him a hug and be like hi like you're just so talented but i I don't get starstruck but i would just be very happy and just being there at that concert was so incredible. That was one of the best nights ever. My dad and I, I was supposed to go alone. But since it was in Inglewood, my dad was like, no, that's dangerous. I'll go with you. So I bought him a ticket behind me at that concert. So we went. I skipped. Well, my first class was canceled. We skipped my second class. Sad. I love that class. We went. We made it to Anaheim. And we ate at one of the restaurants near Disneyland. <clears throat> it was okay. It wasn't that great. Then we went to Inglewood, but we had two hours left to spare, so we went to a mall 30 minutes away, 
we walked around, and then we went to the concert, and it was fantastic. It was so good. Except there was, like, these four old people. It was a couple and another couple. <clears throat> and one, two, a couple sat on one side of me, and the other couple sat on the other side of me. But they know each other, and they planned on coming here together. This is my story time. Um, <laughs> other story time. And they kept saying, oh, can you move so that we could sit together? And I was like, no, my dad's, like, right behind me. Like, I don't want to leave my dad. Also, I had, like, a decent seat. And <laughs> I paid for that seat. And they're like, oh, no, it's because, like, we blah, blah, blah. And I was like, no. And I sat down. And that's, like, when one couple was there. And then the other couple got there. And right in front of me, they're like, no, yeah. Like, we told her she wouldn't move. And they're talking across me. I'm like, I'm right here. But okay. Um, and they're like, oh, okay, I guess. And then they, like, that couple went to the other side, and I moved down one so that the four of them could sit together on the other side, and I could still be close to my dad. And then the girl that came alone to sit on the other side, because that seat was empty, she came, and she's like, oh, are you sitting on two or three? And I was like, yeah. She's like, oh, so six would be over there. I was like, yeah. Are you six? And she's like, yeah. I'm like, oh, yeah, it's over there. And she's like, okay, thanks. And she went, she's like, um, and only the two ladies from the couple were there, like, the two men had gone up for drinks, and she came in, and she's like, oh, hi, um, that's my seat, can I get past, and they're like, oh, oh, no, I mean, well, like, we're four, like, can you sit over there, and she's like, um, no, I paid for my seat, and I'm like, you go, girl, you go, girl, like, that could have been me if I came alone, I'm happy I didn't, like, my dad's really good company, so, <laughs> which is funny, because I did want to, like, I'm sure I would have been fine, but my dad is good company. Friends in the family, I guess. <laughs> and she came, she's like, no, that's my seat. And she, they're like, oh, okay, I guess. And they went, and then the two guys came back. They're like, oh, like, she came, blah, 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 she won't move. And the irony is this. They said, oh, apparently there was a third couple that was their friend. They're like, oh, where's Tracy and her, like, her boyfriend? And they're like, oh, they're sitting in the section behind us. And they were like, oh, okay. And then they're like, Tracy left her purse in our car. And they're like, okay. They're like, well, Tracy wants to leave at 10.30 before the concert ends because she has to get up early for work. And they're like, how's that our problem? She's like, that means that one of us has to go outside to, or like, we need to take her home. They're like, no, screw her. They're like, okay, well, then one of us needs to go outside to take her purse. And they're like, she should have planned ahead. And I was just thinking, maybe y'all should have planned ahead to sit together instead of being hella annoying. Anyways, y'all dumb as hell. Not you guys. Not you guys. I love you guys. Mwah. But they are. They definitely are. Anyway, I wasn't mad. I was just like, the irony, the hypocrisy. They're like, well, Tracy should have planned ahead. Why should we get punished for her not thinking? I'm like, maybe y'all should have thought ahead damn but whatever look in the mirror old man <sighs> and the lady was like okay um well why don't i just go outside and give her a purse and i'll just wait out there which is weird because i think you can re-enter with these concerts but i'm not sure and she's like why don't i just go and then the other guy's like no why should you do that she should pay she should learn like we get taught about consequences in the sixth grade maybe she should get taught i'm like you're so weird like i would hate to be he's so weird who thinks like that and the lady was like hey it's it would just be me going outside it doesn't involve you anyways like why does it bother you so much and I'm like you go girl like they're all annoying but she's making a point 
And he's so weird. He's like, no, because then you'd be giving in to her. Why should you get punished for what she did? She's like, I literally don't care. I just have to go outside for a bit. Like, it's fine. I don't care about missing it. He's like, but why should you? She's like, why do you care? I'm like, anyways. That was honestly so entertaining. I hated it. But, um, like, it would have been fine if I didn't have to be in the middle of that. And they said, we're so sorry to talk, like, across from you. Because I was in the middle. And I was like, hey, it's fine, I guess. Anyways, back to John Mayer. It was so good. Like I said, I haven't been to church in a long time. But this felt like worship. This is the first concert that I've been to that was super intentional. All the little shows I go to, it's like multiple bands, various bands. And I go there for fun and to listen to the music with friends. Um, but this is the first like big concert that I paid big bucks for to go see an artist that I truly love. And I truly love their music. Like, my dad has taken me to see Justin Bieber when I was a kid and Ariana Grande. And sure, they were cool, but, like, they're not my favorite, you know? Even as a kid, I was like, I get... Like, I always felt so guilty for my dad taking me because he would buy the tickets and surprise me. And I would be like, thanks. And then I would feel so horrible. Like, I did like Ariana Grande a lot. Now, I don't. But, um, I didn't know any Justin Bieber songs. It's probably because like, he was just, like, my kid celeb crush. And I was like, wow. But, um, I felt so guilty. And for this one... I got the tickets, and I was like, I'm so happy to be here, and it truly felt like worship, and I was like, I'm so grateful. I cried for one song, and it was just so wonderful, and I honestly wish I could, should have, I should have gone all three nights. I know somebody else did, and at first I was like, that's ridiculous, and after going to one night, I was like, I should have gone all three nights. I should follow him to San Francisco for his two shows and then to Seattle. Like, it was that good. I feel like since he's my favorite artist, I should have done that. But, I mean, I'm so grateful for just one night of being able to witness him play live. Such a wonderful band. Like, it was so great. I saw Pino Palladino on bass. Oh, my God. Oh, and this one guy, I forgot his name. He did a solo. And he was so fantastic, like, wow. The opening artist, eh, okay, but, um, whatever. So, that's what makes me happy. Music, kind people, my friends, my family, being grateful, just being... Romanticizing my life makes me very happy, actually. Like, waking up and making my little cup of coffee and watching my favorite YouTubers. Oh, and like I said, fairy tale books. I love reading The Cruel Prince, that's one of my favorites. I'm on the second book. I'm such a slow reader. And that's not because I don't love the book. It's because I'm lazy. Maybe I am lazy. And it's like, it's the world building is incredible. And it brings you into that, like, it's almost like a fairy tale world. But it's like more cruel and humanistic and wonderful and beautifully written. Anyways, I want to live in a little cottage with a cat. I guess my boyfriend could come. We're already planning ahead, so. Um, next. A big juicy story time from middle school. That's horrible. Okay. I don't think... Okay, I've seen him sometimes at parties, but this doesn't matter. There used to be a kid in middle school. And I had a crush on him. And I I told him this. And he's like, oh, I see you as a friend. But then he would tell me... That was so creepy, actually, to think about. He's like, meet me in the stairwell. Like, I'm going to ask to go to the bathroom, and then you go. Middle school. Remember this. It was, like, seventh grade. And I used to be like, okay. Um, and he would go, and then I would go, and I would meet him, and we would just hug. Which is good for middle school, but also weird. And we would hug, and he would be like, okay, bye. And I was like, 
okay? And I remember one time, it was um, Valentine's Day, I think, and he's like, meet me there. And I was like, no. And I went anyways. <laughs> I went, and he's like, will you be my Valentine? And I was like, sure. And he gave me a kiss on the cheek, and I was like, oh! Oh my goodness. And it was so funny. I think, I don't know if that was the day or not, but at some point, I was just so overwhelmed with everything. Every time, I don't just want to say as a kid, but until you start learning that life is kind of just life and you're very small. But like, if you're in the middle of something, especially at a young age, whatever you're going through feels very big. And this is, which makes sense because that's all the life you've experienced so far, so you can't blame yourself for that. Like, looking back at it, it's kind of laughable, but also, those feelings were real for little 8th grade me. One time, something happened, like, I don't know if it was just a hug, and I was frustrated, because I was like, if you don't like me, why are you doing this to me? Like, why are you playing me right now? Also, why was I falling for it? But I was 12 and 13, so, and I really liked him. Why? I have no idea. He was a boy of no substance. I remember I went up, and I was like, I want to cry. I'm so sick of this. And I went to the front office and I was like, I don't feel good. Can I please go home? My stomach really hurts. And I think the lady could tell I was just sad, to be honest. And she was like, sure. And I was like, no, I feel like I'm going to throw up, actually. So she called my grandma. My grandma picked me up. Not the first time I lied in that school to get out. But um, definitely one of the ones I remember. My grandma picked me up. I came home. I changed into my PJs. I ate lemon chips. And I watched the movie Love, Rosie for the first time. It's, like, it's a good movie, I guess. But it makes me, like... I hate movies where they keep missing each other. Like, right person, wrong time, wrong time, wrong... Like, it's just so annoying. Like, if you would just communicate, you wouldn't be in this situation, you shitheads. Um, But I watched that, and I started sobbing. And I was like, oh, same. Like, I hate love. And I'm like... Anyways, that's my big juicy story time. I don't know who I've told about that. Honestly, I think I just told my boyfriend that one time about coming home to watch Love, Rosie. Or it might have not been him, but I swear I think it was. Um, anyways, that's one of my juicy story times. And after 8th grade graduation, we had to come back to drop off the gowns and pick up our diplomas. And I was leaving and I met him in that same staircase. He was like, so. I was like, so. And we spoke for, like, one second. We hugged goodbye, and the janitor came through, and we quickly separated. And he looked at us like he knew something was going on. And that was it. That was literally it. And I was like, wow. I guess it was kind of like my own... Because I, I used to watch a lot of, like, high school, coming-of-age rom-com movies. I, I guess that was my own, like, middle school complicated drama. Like, I wanted that drama. I watched Girl Meets World. Of course I wanted that drama. I guess I got it, you know, like, I'm happy for me. I got, like, it was horrible, but, um, I'll take it. Um, how do you feel about growing up? Good. I want to say bittersweet, but I feel good. I feel like I've only gotten better with time. The only thing is, I know that someday I'm going to be somebody's parent. I know that someday I'm going to get married. And have a cat of my own and live alone. But I'm not, I'm like in no rush. I'm sure that's also going to be an equally good part of my life. And I'm going to get to have my own kid. And I'm going to try to be the best parent ever for them. And that's going to be awesome. It's going to be complicated and messy and awesome. But for right now, I am still here. Living with my family, 
and I am in no rush to move out. And I know that it's never going to be the same, you know? Because, like, I live with my grandma and my dad, and I'm not going to cry. And my mom, like, lives right across the border, and my sister lives over there, and I know that at some point it's not going to be the same. And, of course, I'm excited for the future, but I'm in no rush to get there because I'm very much trying to enjoy what I have right now. And, you know, I just try to be very grateful, which is so funny. <sighs> but, um, the irony, because my grandma and dad made me sad today. Anyways, <laughs> but, um, I don't know. I'm trying to be as grateful as possible. Oh, especially because I'm moving in, like, three What are we in? March, April, May, June, July. In, like, four or five months, I'm moving with my family. But, um, that's, that, even that's going to be different. I'm sad about leaving this house. I don't know if it's going to get torn down or not. Like, I grew up here. That's so sad to think about. So I'm, I'm really trying to, like, dig in all the emotions and, like, live here as much as possible and be present. <sighs> I think that's the best you could do. Just be present as much as possible. So I guess it is, like, a bittersweet thing. So I guess I'm just going to try to enjoy the present as much as possible every day. <sighs> yeah, that's how I feel about growing up. I feel like I'm good right now, you know? But also, I'm like, I want to live alone. I want to do this. I want to live alone in an apartment with my cat. <laughs> Not even with my boyfriend. I told him, I was like, before we move in, because he's ready. He's like, let's do it next year. And I was like, no, okay, not next year. But like, I'm like, okay, when I'm like 22, I'm going to live alone. He's like, no, 22, we're going to be moving in together already. And I was like, no, we're not. It's like, I love you, but we're not there yet. I was like, I, it's not that. It's just that I value my own independence a lot. And I need to live alone first. Well, I don't need to, but I kind of want to, just to have seen what that's like, you know? So, I'm just taking it day by day, slow, being grateful for it. I'm in, I'm excited, sure. I look forward to it. I know it's going to be good, but um, I'm in no rush. I'm in the present. I'm very grateful. Where do I see myself in five years if everything were to go my way? How old am I? I'm 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, 23. I wasn't gifted with math. Um, I'm going to be 23 and 24 in five years. I see myself either living alone or living with my partner. <sighs> to be honest, my childhood dream was to always act. I wish that was the truth of like what would happen. And I s hate the fact that I'm saying, like, but to be realistic... But no, like, to be realistic, I don't know. Like, career-wise, I have no freaking idea. I could be in management. I could be in the FBI, in the police department, fixing things. I could be a therapist. I could be a profiler. Like, I wish I was an actress, but <laughs> we all know what that's like. I don't know. I just want myself to be happy. I want to have a cat, that's for sure. I want to have a cat, and I want to be wearing... Whatever pretty dresses I have. I want to be seeing John Mayer in concert again. And I want to be friends with him by that point. I want to act with Matthew Gray Goobler. Anyways, I just want to be happy in five years. I honestly don't have a set plan. And I feel like if you tell adults that, they're like, so you're stupid. And I'm like, no, I'm just not stressed. And they're like, so you're dumb. And I'm like, no. Like, I hate telling people. I hate people asking me, like, why do you care? Shut up. You don't even care. You just want to go and tell my other tia what's going on. Chismosos. Anyways. <laughs> I just want to be happy. That's it. I don't have 
everything were to go my way. I don't have a way set in stone. And I'm also not complaining about that. I'm just chilling. I'm pretty much going with the flow. But do I think pretty privilege is real? Yes, I do. Yes, I do. I feel like they get away with a lot more. Not just getting, like, more opportunities and everything, but I feel like they could get away with a lot more. Actually, hasn't it been said, like, isn't it fact that prettier people get shorter sentences if they did the same crime as someone that's not as pretty? Like, the the so-called ugly person would get more time. and the Like, I, it, I do think it's real. I feel like it might be more, um... I don't know the word. Implied? bias i think i have no idea i don't remember the word i do think it's real though what is my social security number Mm, um um i don't even know i don't have it memorized actually i should but um do my parents know i throw rocks at birds funny of you to assume that they don't throw them with me. They're the ones that taught me to do it, actually. I'm just kidding. No animal cruelty. No animal cruelty here whatsoever. Why do I not go to school with Blank and you anymore? I do. You're never there, though. So, I mean, that kind of sounds like a you problem, don't you think? I actually do go. I hang out with this person a lot in between classes. It's so funny. I'm just gonna say names. I always do. Me, Carlos, and Armand... And also, like, you know, other people. We all have the same, like, classes. We have the same periods blocked off. They're not periods, but, like, the same class times. So, it's like, we all have class at this time. We all have that free time during this time. And then we have class again. Like, it's all at the same time. That's such a weird dink. And as for right now, I like my school... Actually, I feel like my writing... Like, it's partially going downhill, but I don't know if that's just, like, my energy, the teachers, I don't know. But also, I still try to go to class every day and be, like, be present, be present. I feel like if I'm tired, I can't do that because I I don't hear what people are saying and I can't participate. And I'm like, what do I do here? But if I'm, like, slightly energetic, I could try to be very positive and be like, I might not know what's going on, but I'm here. With my very lively teacher. And I'm going to appreciate his presence. See honestly just being present. And grateful. And being like yay it's a new day. Nothing's ever going to be the same. I feel like it's kind of scary putting it that way. But that is what makes me appreciate the present moment a lot more. You know. So. Anything else. Okay I think that's it. I think that's really good. I feel like I I sped through a couple because I didn't want there to be, for me to go overtime, but I did good. I did really good. Anyways, back to the Manic Pixie Dream Girl. I am a Manic Pixie Dream Girl, apparently, because I dress how I want, and I act how I want, and I do what I want, and I don't care what other people think, and I'm free of society's constraints. Okay, that's not true, but, um... Yes. But also, that's not completely a bad thing. And I said that in my essay. It's not a bad thing. Clearly, the woman knows how to live. The man is learning something from her. But also, that's not all she's there for. 
Like I'm saying, they sh- that character should be used to teach young girls, like, yes, do what you want, dress how you want, be confident in yourself, don't care what other people think that much, as long as, like, you're not selfish and hurting anyone, and, like, live your life the way you want to, and be free, like, that is what we should be teaching everyone, not just girls, but, like, guys and girls from a young age, and also, teach guys, I feel like part of this stems from toxic masculinity, where it's, like, it's always, like, the brooding young man, that blah, 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 maybe it's because they've been taught, like, not to feel, that's why, like, we need to get rid of that stigma around emotions, like, whenever you see those movies, the man's like, oh my gosh, I'm allowed to feel feelings, I'm allowed to breathe air, I'm allowed to live life, teach me how, teach me how, like, yes, you are, who taught you that you're not allowed to, but also, with me, it took time getting to that point, I'm just a very cool person. I did end up getting to that point. But I mean, it's just a whole it's a whole topic. Honestly, it was fun. I feel like you need to choose a cool like oh, that's the thing. I was just going to write about being a young woman cuz you have to write about something that like you identify with and someone was like, "I identify with being um non-religious person in a very religious Mexican family." And someone was like, "I um relate to being an introvert and I'm gonna write about that and then someone else was like I'm gonna write about this and this part of my identity and this part and I was like "Mm, being a young girl being a young woman feeling very condescended upon all the time I don't think I said that right anyways it's true um and blah 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 and my dad being like oh take someone with you make sure you don't go alone because you're a young girl and you could die and I'm like okay cool like I know everything my dad says is out of love and protection so like I appreciate him um (laughs) and also he does give me a lot of freedom so I'm very grateful for that so I was gonna write about that and then my teacher kept pushing for like a more exactness and I was like well I mean I've been told I'm a manic pixie dream girl so I'll write about that, and then he's like, ooh, really? And he started laughing, he's like, you work all the man, I can see dream girl, I was like, yeah, and then, like, the next time we got to class, he, he's like, oh, Alyssa, we haven't heard from you all day, because he calls on people, and he never called on me, and that's the day I had, like, a lot I wanted to add to in the conversation, and he never called on me, and he's like, oh, what about you, fam, like, he calls everyone fam, he's very, he's very nice, very lovely man, and he's like, what about you, fam, I also miss my... English teacher from last semester. Don't tell him, but I do. Like, he was a good teacher. Like, he wasn't funny. He was kind of awkward. I miss him. Like, he was a good teacher. Um, I hated that class. I always had a headache at that point. That was a two-hour-long class. That was two hours too long. (laughs) Just kidding. It was okay. But it was, like, mostly writing. And these two classes that I'm taking, I'm taking two English classes. Intro to Lit and Creative Writing. They both require lots of reading and writing it's more of a balance so maybe that's why I'm not used to them but um they're good oh but he's like talk to us fam what are you writing about and I was like "Mm, being a manic pixie dream girl he's like oh so you are sticking with that he's like yeah I love it I want to hear all about it anyways I get to read my essay or part of my essay out loud on Thursday for a workshop so I can't wait for people to read my inner workings it's gonna be so much fun I'm so scared because I honestly, I, throughout the whole day, I was with my boyfriend for the first part yesterday, and it was due last night at midnight, 
And I was like, and I tried writing as like many thoughts as I could come up with, and I didn't have anything. No thoughts, head empty. I was like, what the heck? Anyways, like two hours left, and all the thoughts come in, and I, it's not just like the thoughts, but you also need to know how to word it. And my brain has just like not been working. Also, moving on from that, I have not been touching my instruments, but I've missed it. Every single one. Bass, guitar, drums. Let's go. So I cut my nails today. Uh, peace be with you. I'm going to try to um, guitar some guitar, bass some bass, drum, drum some drum. You know what I mean? And also, in my last very short-lived relationship, I had recently said that I was insecure and I never stated my insecurities, but instead took it out on that person and pushed him away. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, that was fun. Honestly, I really appreciate that relationship. It taught me a lot about myself and what I needed to work on. <sighs> Good news! Progress! Now, in this relationship, I had told him about how my previous one was. Not how it was, but like how my attitude was in that one and how I pushed him away. And I was like, in this one, I don't want to do that. I want to communicate with you if anything ever bothers me. And I'm also working on myself. Just so you know. Blah, blah, blah. And he was like, okay, cool. Thanks for telling me. I was like, yeah. And guess what? My communication is doing pretty good. Honestly, I went from not talking and pushing a person away to being snarky with how I was communicating, to be honest. So I was like, it went, I went from not saying anything to being like, but, like, I said it in a mean way. I did communicate, but it went to the other extreme, you know? And I was like, wait, no, that's not good either. I was like, wait, oh, shoot, I'm sorry. I'm still learning how to communicate. I'm so sorry. Um, let me work on that. And, you know, with time, if anything ever happens now, I'm just like, I take a breather. I take a moment. And I'm like, hey. And instead of saying, you made me feel blah, blah I'm like, I feel this sometimes when you say this. And you know, it's never with bad intentions that like he says things or I say things. But sometimes, you know, we just say things that come off in a certain way. And instead of voicing your feelings like you did this and you, it sounds like you're attacking the person. Don't do that. These are just some tips. But um, I reflected and I was like, wait, no. Like I was sending a message and I was like, you blah, blah, blah. I was like, wait, no, no. Turn this into an I statement. And then I was like, I feel this way, and blah, blah, blah. And that makes me feel upset, angry, blah, 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 whatever it is. So honestly, work on your communication, guys, and be open about working on your communication with your friends, with your family, with your partners, whoever it is. Honestly, it's been so helpful, and I'm so proud of the progress I've been making. Like, this is so good. I still want to go to therapy, no lie, still want to. I'm still going to try to, but um, as of right now, I'm very proud of myself. If you've listened to this, if you've woke up today, you got out of bed, I'm proud of you. If you're still in bed, I'm still proud of you because you woke up and you're living life. Um, like I said, drink some water, eat some food, take a shower, make your bed, change, and take care of yourself because you deserve that. You deserve that happiness. Now... This episode is definitely going to go. I'm Thank you so much for bringing in all those comments or questions. I very much appreciate it. Keep bringing them in whenever I ask. 
is very much appreciated and I love answering them and just talking to you guys for an hour and keeping you guys company. It's kind of like you guys keep me company for an hour. So, I hopefully I make another one soon, but no promises. And like my latest John Mayer post on Instagram, I swear. Go like, go like and subscribe. I should put out another YouTube video, huh? We'll see, we'll see. I know you guys miss me there too. Okay, that's it. Have a great day, have a great night, have a great month, have a great year. I love you. Bye! Okay, bye. I love you, Matthew Gray Goobler.